Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, welcome to New Jersey is the world. Chris Gethard here. Happy to be your host. Happy to be stepping up to the plate as part of the podcast collective that takes a look at New Jersey's history, culture, nostalgia, and today food. Amongst many other things. Amongst many other things, okay? If it's got Jersey involved, we want to know all about it. Psyched to do what we do. Psyched that you're here as part of the ride. Thanks to everybody who follows us over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. Very, very uh, joyous community over there, as expected. We uh, we do a, 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 a patrons-only series called South Jersey is Also the World that me and Andrea host. And I'll tell you... Andrea had a great topic last week. We used that old New York Times dialect machine to see if it would sense that I'm from North Jersey and she's from South Jersey. I won't give you spoilers, but I mean, we got into it and uh, and people out there leaving comments on there made me laugh so hard, so hard. Melissa bringing up the simple thing. Does anyone else have trouble saying drawers as in chest of drawers? It sounds like drawers and that's, that. I'm like that too, drawers. I hear you. I hear you. All sorts of people putting stuff out there. The correct ways to pronounce caramel. What do we call different types of sandwiches? Um, Sherbert conspiracies. No shoes houses and what that meant growing up. There's all kinds of great discussion about that. Um, so please go check it out. Also, I, I rarely, if ever, use New Jersey as the world to plug shows, but I got some good ones coming up. This weekend, I'm doing Beautiful Canonymous. Uh, my, my other podcast, Beautiful Anonymous, we're throwing a festival. And I think th- we're going to do a few nights of shows, uh, Thursday through Sunday. And especially, just so you guys know, these Friday and Saturday shows are somehow not sold out yet. And it's crazy because they have two of the best comedy lineups you're ever going to see. So if you're, you know, especially if you're in North Jersey, you want to come out to Brooklyn for the night, Friday and Saturday, you can go to beautifulcononymous.com, click on schedule. You can buy tickets for those individual shows. And I'll tell you what, you guys know me out here trying to represent Jersey. We brought the heat with some lineups, some of the best people in New York City. I also said, though, I'm meeting all these guys from Jersey, my Jersey comics. I need them on the show. So Friday, our friend Franco Danger is going to be on the show. Saturday, Nick Fierro is going to be on the show. Two guys who are, are some of the best young comics going in Jersey now, along with all the New York heavy hitters. And the lineups are just sick. So if you want to come out, I'd love to see you. I mean, running shows all weekend. And if you're a beautiful Anonymous fan, you've heard me ranting about it. But even if you're not, just the comedy shows alone on Friday and Saturday, I'm baffled that tickets still exist because these are good lineups anyway it's been a while since we've done a jersey food a jersey dude reviews jersey food with my friend don finelli but managed to catch up with don and uh this one was interesting this one was not food that he tasted and he's reviewing but i went someplace that i was able to tell him about i went to the legendary heirloom kitchen If if you've listened to the show for a while you know that i do have this thing in my head about fanciness and about fancy food, and I think uh, nobody's going to argue. What Jersey does best is working-class food, right? Pizza, bagels, sandwiches, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff, right? This Hot dogs. This is what we do best. What, these are the things that a lot of us argue we do better than anybody, but it's been made clear to me that we also have a fine dining scene here, and I've always been intimidated to seek that out and participate in it. It doesn't feel like it's of me. But Jeremy Schneider, NJ.com's Jeremy Schneider, he told me, got to check out heirloom kitchen in old bridge so i did and i'm going to report on it and don is along for the conversation as i have a very active effort to make him jealous that i went to this place Let's see how it goes enjoy everybody don finelli the jersey dude who loves jersey food how are you i'm doing okay man i'm like you know we haven't done one of these in a while i've been itching to do one but i've been so like my life's so topsy-turvy right now i think all our lives are right i I don't think i'm speaking for myself i feel like i I think we're all feeling the pressure feeling the heat not knowing uh where things are going uh last couple years have been wackadoo so and and for any parents out there that's a bluey it's a bluey quote i was just telling you right before we started recording that i'm having one of those stretches of life where i feel like i'm constantly running from thing to thing Mm -hmm. and none of it is stuff that i actually care about yeah Yep. Or need to be doing. You got your to-do list on the wall of, of like the, the stuff that is meaningful to you or that you just kind of really want to attack. And then all of a sudden there's all these little 
things that get in between those, right? You've drawn little arrows out to go like, but first I need to call the insurance company that did the thing that was wrong and I'll be on hold for an hour and this person doesn't know and we're going to have to do this seven times over the next seven months. So, you know, there's like things like that where it's like, well, I guess no one knows what the fuck they're doing and no one can really do their job well or has the support to do their job. And it's Mm -hmm. sometimes just not even on the people that you're talking to. I'd say it's often on the people that are running their things. So I think we're both feeling the squeeze. Indeed. I miss doing this. I miss seeing you. I saw you when you're out in Los Angeles. Great to see you. You made a risotto. I had some risotto that you made with asparagus in it and it was yep. it was delicious and i thank you for it asparagus shiitakes Oof, you got it man you just and you call you told me that day i know you know like you surprised me hey i'm in los angeles and i was like no problem man come on over i was making risotto anyway well you'll be happy to hear when i go to la on these sh- sort of short notice trips or these real quick hits mm-hmm. a- as you know sometimes if you're coming into town for two or three days you can't reach out to everybody you want to say hello to but I always stay with Will Hines, so I know I get to catch up with him. Yep. And then the first person I always text, Don Finelli. Honored. Make sure I touch base with you. Yeah, we, we, we connect. We connect. We, we, make, we make the time. Now, Don. We make the time. We like to talk Jersey food on this show. We do. Now, I don't know if you'll remember this, but when we talked to Jeremy Schneider on the show, yeah, I said to him that I have this bias, and you helped analyze this with me. Mm-hmm. That in my mind, I think Jersey food, I think hot dogs, bagels, pizza, mm-hmm. ethnic foods, mm-hmm. street foods. Yep. Hot trucks. Working class foods that mm-hmm. are quick hits. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Jersey does best. Now, I don't think that this is a disputed idea, but I have come to realize that I have, just not even with food in general, I have a weird obsession with this class warfare that's unfolding in my mind and has been since I was a child. Yep. It's a part of growing up in West Orange. Obviously, Bonaduce has pointed out to me how ridiculous it is. <laughs> you and I have discussed dining. Like, yeah. I live not far from Jockey Hollow mm-hmm. and not far from 90 Acres. These yep. are these are two Jersey two restaurants yep. that are heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. I've never been to either of them. Mm. I, t- I brought it up with Jeremy Schneider and he said to me, well, it's a shame because Jersey doesn't get enough credit for its fine dining. You had to check some of that. And he right. specifically said that the place to check out is Heirloom Kitchen in Old Bridge. Mm-hmm. And Don, I got to tell you, I went. Yeah. Me and Hallie went. I brought Hallie on a date. We were having a stretch where we were both just exhausted. You needed a date night. Needed a date night. We'd have been, you know, the bickering that all married couples fall into, especially when you have a toddler who all of a sudden this kid's turning four and he has all these fucking opinions. Oh, yeah. Yep. The f- you got opinions now? They're going to do everything themselves, but they can't. They can't do it. So then they get angry at you that they can't yeah. do things. Anyway, tried, side note. <laughs> says, th- says things to try to hurt my... F- told me, I said... One time I told him he couldn't have a cookie and he said, you eat too much? Looked uh-huh. me in the eye and said that. Yep. Like trying to hurt me now? Mm-hmm. We needed a date night. Tried yeah. to track down a movie. The highest rated thing on Rotten Tomatoes is the Super Mario movie. And look, no offense to anyone involved in it. Yeah. If I get one date night with my wife every three <laughs> months, I'm not going to see the Super Mario movie. Yeah, I'm still scarred from the John Leguizamo uh, situation back in the day. You know, Dude, Captain Lou. Yeah, Captain Lou. Yeah. Captain Lou Albano set that bar very high. Oof. Was he Bowser? What was he in that? He was Mario on the TV show on Fox 5 back in the day. Oh, he was the TV show. I'm talking about the movie. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm talking, talking about, about before that. They had yeah, the weird the TV Lou show went. where Captain yep. Lou Albano played yep. Mario. Yeah. Great casting. Hung out in a sewer drain. <laughs> Captain Lou, man. Great. Great. Outsized influence <laughs> on my childhood. Captain Lou Albano. A star of the Goonies... Uh, um, uh, video by Cindy Lauper. Oh, which led to her being in the WWE, WF which rock. I mean, yeah, the WWE Hall of Fame, right? Led to her being attacked by Rowdy Roddy Piper, That's which right. led to Hulk Hogan having to defend her honor. That's right. Leading to a, an event on MTV that uh-huh. helped um, helped pop it off. Popped, helped yeah, WrestleMania. Everyone helped each other. Yeah, yeah. It was. It I don't was think crazy. there's a WrestleMania without Cindy Lauper, and Cindy Lauper is not in the WWE unless she cast Captain Lou in that video. Yeah, is she in the Hall of Fame? Did they put her in the Hall of Fame or no? I don't know if she is, and I think it's a controversial thing. Oh, okay. Because there's other people in who have done a lot less. Yeah, I love the tangents we're taking today. Anyway, 
done. Yeah, really. No movies were out. Legitimately, this we is love their, movies. This is the audience's appetizer, what we're doing oh right goodness. now. Now we're getting to the we main course. We went to go find a movie because we like going to movies. There were no good movies out. I said, fuck this. We need a real date night. I'm going to drop some coin. Mm-hmm. I looked it up and somehow got a reservation day of. Wow. At Heirloom Kitchen in Oldbridge. And I was thinking today's episode, maybe what I'll do mm-hmm. is just describe the, every aspect of the experience to you Let's and just make you really fucking jealous. Okay. Because you're going to be really jealous, Don. Yeah, we're, 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 we're switching chairs here. I'm going to um, analyze. Well, this is the other funny thing to me. If we're going to be doing it, because you didn't tell me what this is going to be. You like to surprise me sometimes. So I, what I find funny about this is like we have radically different like approaches to food, I think. Yes. So I'm like very interested to see like what blew your mind yeah. for me would be like, they better have done that. And what didn't blow your mind. And I'd maybe be like, that's fucking amazing. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Or, or maybe we'll just agree the whole time, but either way, you're going to piss me off. So go for it. it you're going to just get mad knowing I ate these things. And I think you're going to be happy. I went for it. I think you're also, I'm going to explain things that I don't even know what they are. And I think you're going to go, man, I would have appreciated that so much more. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so where, that's where my brain's going. So what is so, this place? This is... Heirloom Kitchen, Old Bridge, New Jersey. I was yeah, shocked I've heard, to I've hear... i heard fantastic things. Yeah. Now, they also have a restaurant that run out of a hotel in Asbury Park. Cool. And they're opening up a new sister restaurant. Like, as we speak, I think it's in its soft opening right now, which might be cool. maybe like a Peruvian restaurant or something. I don't know. Okay. But I can't... I was like, why is this one in Old Bridge? Like, in a hotel in Asbury Park in 2023? That makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it turns out it started as a cooking school. Ah. And it's still a cooking school time. Ah. I think Monday through Thursday, you can take... It's like an America's Test Kitchen, but has like a fucking dope restaurant in the front. I think Monday through Wednesday or Monday through Thursday, you can take classes there. That's cool. And then over the weekend, they open up as a restaurant. Oh, they're weekend only? I believe so. But I think think their sister restaurant in the Asbury Park one is not the case. This old bridge one. Right. So... I go to make reservations. I mm-hmm. figure I'm going to strike out. I'm like, I want to go big, treat my wife right. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. I go and travel and do stand up in weird cities in the middle of <laughs> Illinois. That's where my career is at. Non Chicago, Illinois cities. And she goes, she deals with this opinionated toddler all the time. Let me spend some coin. Managed to get the reservations now don here's where i made my first mistake because we could have gotten a, a table but I, I think there weren't any actual tables open at for parties of two okay. they were all for larger parties then i noticed that there's bars and it says there's an inner mm-hmm. bar seating outer bar seating the inner bar seating is sold out got it for weeks i go to click the inner bar seating it's yeah. sold out for weeks i'm guessing is it like a chef's table kind of thing where I'll you can see, you the, see into the kitchen outer bar i get that night okay so exactly correct mm-hmm. if i was to if, like for you i'm gonna say if you're inspired to go to heirloom kitchen which by the way you should mm-hmm. get those reservations for the inner bar because for me it would have been lovely to sit right there on top of the chef's kitchen it's basically two layers where there's yep. you can imagine yep. bar seating where you're right up on the thing and the chefs mm-hmm. are all talking to you eye to eye yep. and then there's a gap and another bar where they're not directly addressing you i could see into what they're cooking i can pick up on some of the so it's a double layer bar okay that's interesting i thought you meant like outside yeah. bar like like the seating was outside like in no. fresh air outside no no it, it, oh, you're talking about layers there's basically two rows and one is a chef's table. You're right up on them and where like I could see the people in those seats asking the chef questions and the chef laughing and then explaining everything and holding up ingredients. And I'm like, Don would come in his fucking pants. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm already hard. You just talking to me about that. I know. So, I know yeah. you're, you're getting a semi chub semi. for me being out in that second row. I was like, Oh, that's a bummer. Okay. That's why mm-hmm. I could get this day of Cause you're mm-hmm. not at a table. So you're in a, right. a bar seat, which is never as comfortable as a table. You're in a, some sort of purgatory of the uh... a weird middle ground. Okay. There. Yeah. But Don, if you're going to do this, I'm going to insist you plan it out far enough that you get that chef's table because you would be 100% behind you. would They would be recruiting you to come work. <laughs> so first thing I notice when I roll up, Don, because I don't know much about Old Bridge, right? But I went to Rutgers. So to me, yeah. there's certain towns that are just outside of New Brunswick off that Route 1 corridor. Yeah. You know, you get your North Brunswick. Uh-huh. 
off of 18 is East Brunswick, Old Bridge. It's somewhere in there, Sayreville, somewhere in there, right? That's what yeah, I think. Yeah, like I, it's Old Bridge for me is like, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever been there. I've been there because <laughs> there was a weird New Jersey spot where you used to off-road on these dirt roads and then come to a bridge where someone had spray-painted the words kill yourself in giant letters. So hmm. really most of Checks what I knew out. about Old Bridge was the kill yourself bridge. Right, right. Some, some, yeah. Someone encouraging people to jump off the bridge. And I used to when I was at Rutgers. It's very Jersey. There had been a comic book store in New Brunswick when I started going there, but it shut down. Just like everything good in New Brunswick when I was there. So I used to drive to Old Bridge. I think it was MC Comics. Was mm-hmm. the, I'm going to check real quick and see if that place it's is still alive. Still and and as you're doing that, I just want to tell people that are listening. Uh, hey, one, thanks for listening. Uh, missed you. And two, uh, if I'm ever making reservations and I ever see some sort of chef's ta- you know two two for sitting at some sort of bar where i know it's like a chef's bar or whatever they label it i do it i just like without question i just always i'm like i'm gonna sit where i can see and talk to them and sometimes they don't talk sometimes it's like this isn't a conversational thing this is like uh you're very close in a zoo you're you're up against the window you know watching the zoo animal kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes they're like dope like that where they're just totally I've done it for like sushi or those real intimate, like sushi, you know, omakase tastings where you're like really going through and like they're handing it to you and you're taking it out of there, you know, or they're like putting it on a plate uh, and you're just like grabbing it from their hand, you know, from their plate. Uh, Then they can, you know, then sometimes you can have some conversation, but even then I'm just like respectful and just kind of watch how they work. If you're going with someone that likes to have conversation which Laura does like to do, my wife. Sometimes she's like, oh, can we, it, can we talk now dream. or are you just going to keep eye-fucking everyone else? Uh, you know. First of all, MC Comics has been closed for years, as I suspected. But okay. that was what I knew. I, there was a comic book store I used to go to in Old Bridge and the Kill Yourself Bridge. Mostly, though, it fits the tenor and tone of those Route 1 towns. And I figured to myself, okay, there must be a section of Old Bridge I don't know about, and right. that's where Heirloom Kitchen is. No, Don. Oh. It's in a strip mall. Oh, Perfect. Yep. So I pull in, I'm like, what the f- fuck? You know, and I told Hallie, like, apparently this, you know, Jeremy Schneider says this is like the, yep. the best fine dining in New Jersey. Right. I pull in strip mall. Uh-huh. I'm like, weird. Okay. We enter. Don, here's a few things I noticed right away. One, I'm like, okay, this is spread out. There's not many mm-hmm. tables. You can see the chefs cooking. Three three chefs, I don't know what designation, I don't know the difference between a sous chef, chef, line chef, all these things that I'm sure you have some basic knowledge of what those different things entail. 100%. But there's three of them back there laughing. The people up front offer to take our, our jackets and hang them up, and they're just the most laid back, chill people. Uh-huh. Everything about this place feels laid back. It doesn't feel pretentious to me. I'm, my, I'm immediately intrigued. I immediately go, like you and I once went, our friend Michael Kane convinced us to go to that Blue Stone Hill Barns at <laughs> Blue, Blue Hill, Hill mm-hmm. up in Blue Westchester. Blue Hill at Stone Barn, but yes, yes. The Blue Stone. Dan Barber's, the Blue Stone. Yeah. Yes, and we Blue went. Blue Hill and it was at Stone Barn. The Blue Stones. <laughs> and we went, and it was amazing, and it was mm-hmm. incredible, but, I mean, you never saw me look comfortable for more than... Th- you looked like a ventriloquist doll there. Like you looked like there was someone with a hand up your ass yeah. because you were like, what do I do? Yeah. I don't know how to do. I'm this, you know, everyone else. You're like, I need a soda. I think you had like a rhubarb soda or something like that. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just, yeah. You, you, looked, you looked wildly uncomfortable there. We had it, a the, fantastic time. <laughs> the food was great, but I kind of felt like part of what that place was selling you was not just, I mean, World-class food, don't get me wrong, but also this idea of like, hey, you're here. You're Mm -hmm. at the Blue Barn. You're at the Farm Hill. Blue Hill at Stone Barn, yeah. And you get to be here. And Mm -hmm. there's some people who felt comfortable with that, and I felt like those people were rich people, and I felt like I did not feel like them. Mm -hmm. And it felt like, oh, this is Heirloom Kitchen? Yep. It was like, yo, welcome. Uh Let us take your jacket. Uh What's your name? Uh Immediately, I was like, this feels chill. And it feels like- So the hospitality was like not highfalutin at all. It felt like like Jersey still. It was high dining and it still felt like Jersey. I was blown away. That's the first like, first of all, I got to say like Viaggio, right? Like Robbie Felice's place in um, Wayne is in a strip mall. My, My recollection of going there, I've been there twice. I was like, so some of these dope, fucking amazing fine dine places, and what, what, why that hits me? Anybody that's out in Los Angeles or that's been to the San Gabriel Valley out here is the best, you know, Szechuan. It's just the, so the best food I think in Los Angeles. 
most of the best places are in strip malls. So Wild. there's something to be said about like the humble nature of going to a strip mall, right? And getting some unbelievable high quality food because it's it, there's some sort of juxtaposition there you're expecting this like standalone almost like a moat around some of these fucking places or going to like a stone barn which is like you're gonna walk through a whole you know you can walk around the barn and meet the yeah, animals you're about to eat like it's like that kind of shit or like here's the fucking you know this tree that we're gonna pull from and so there's a little bit more of the pomp and circumstance and like the, you know, valet parking and these ever Maserati's pulling up and all that stuff. So I always immediately I'm on the side of any place that like puts out fucking awesome food. That's in a strip mall. There's just nothing to, there's just no great. more badassery than that. We sit down. I do immediately realize, Oh, okay. We're in this weird purgatory where the tables, you're getting the full table experience. Yeah. The inner layer, you're getting the full chef's table. And we're at this weird purgatory. That's on me. I got the reservation day. I'm lucky to get it. I'm not mad at them. I think, yeah, I think. Uh, Server comes up to talk to us. Very nice guy, Don. Tells us his name. Asks us our names. Chris and Hal, you been here before? No. You know how it worked? Making us feel so comfortable. It was like the Jersey fine dining experience of like, part of the goal here is you can take a breath and relax for the night, man. I've never, I've never had that. I've never had it where it was food that fancy, where I felt that comfortable immediately. That's just amazing. Kudos That's- to them. Dude, the guy asks us, he's, you know, that he's like, they don't have a liquor license, but they do work. It's BYO, but they also work with a local yeah. uh, winery and they can sell you bottles of that wine technically. And they have a whole thing worked out. We go, well, we don't drink. And we go, there's not any chance you actually have any non-alcoholic options, do you? Mm-hmm. This man's face lights up, Don. Mm-hmm. He's like, we have three. And I'm actually the guy here responsible for making the mocktails. Wow. He's like, I invented the mocktails. Awesome. He's like, I'm so psyched. He's like, as you can imagine, yep. not everybody's looking for a mocktail. He's immediately telling mm-hmm. us, here's what's in this one and that one. Hallie gets one, I get the other. There you go. Yep. Some of the best drinks I've ever had. I was so yep. happy. And the guy, he made them. So that's, so I mean, I'll walk just you to let you know, it's such a great, I mean, it's been going on in Los Angeles, but like um, for people that don't drink, like there's some, some of the restaurants out here, they make an, under the cocktail menu, they always have like one, two, or three, four mocktails. And I think it's just such an awesome, you know, uh, trend. I think it's just a great addition. It's a for, great for addition. Folks. They always have some bullshit like lavender in them. Yeah, sometimes they have, yeah, they're... they're some like crushed yeah, ice with they're, mint they're, and lavender. There's these kind like of vinegar some bullshit like that. things sometimes that they're throwing into them, like rhubarb. And there's, there's kind of fruit-based things that can kind of sometimes take the yeah. place. Or just putting juniper in some stuff can take the place of gin um you know there's there's uh there's a couple different ways to go with them but often pretty fucking cool you still feel special you know what i mean you still feel like you're having a little yes hey listen it feels like good. already they're making you feel special it feels like really you're making me there's feel no both pretent- special and there's no pretentiousness no. so you're like into it no and don so they give us the menus the guy the, he gives us the menus and he asks if we have dietary restrictions now i told them we're vegetarians i go I'm looking at the menu. I go, it looks like it's a prefix menu. I go, it looks like each course has an, a vegetarian option. Hallie actually goes, well, you have a vegan prefix as well. I might yep. do that because she's more health minded. The guy looks right at us. He goes, okay, first thing I need you to know mm-hmm. is that our vegan menu is not an afterthought. And I think you're going to be really happy because a lot of times I think people who are vegetarians and sure. vegans feel like they're an afterthought mm-hmm. or even like maybe a hindrance. That's not what you are to us. And it's, you're far from it. I was like, mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say anything like that about their vegan menu. It was great. First item on the thing is that there's an optional <laughs> bread service. Now, Don, this this prefix this prefix menu is already eighty nine dollars ahead for the vegan. It's already eighty nine dollars ahead. All right, no, for the vegan and the regular, Don. I'm sitting here. I'm going nine Whoa. a ninety dollar yeah. meal for me. I'm already like. And Don, here's another thing too. We don't need to get into it on the show, but I had told you when I saw you in Los Angeles. Yes. I had gotten some very bad news about a contract. Yeah. And it was stressing me out. Part of this date night, it was almost counterintuitive of like, let's just go spend a bunch of money and treat ourselves because sure. I had a really stressful week with that. Now, granted, spending all the money does stress me out more, but still, I'm going, I, it's a $90 prefix. How much do you think it costs for some bread, Don? Uh, depend- I'm guessing like an extra 10 bucks a head. 
$18 for two. So nine bucks a head. Done. It's scallion milk mm-hmm. buns for two with whipped labna. Yeah, I'm doing that. Sichuan baba ganoush and honey. I'm, at, I'm throwing that on. Because you're at 90 at that point. What the fuck else? Who's like, if that, it's just too interesting. First of all, they Dude, need to do something like I'm that for here. you to go, okay, I'll pay $9 for bread, right? Most people in Jersey are going to go, go fuck Die. yourself. But my immediate instinct was like, fuck this. Yep. They bring this b- bun, these milk buns. I don't know how to explain it except to say it was a bun with this glaze on it. Mm-hmm. And the glaze was like, not overdone, but it, you could feel that you had to bite through. Is it, it like a sticky bun, or is it just like they put butter on the outside, baked, and it's sheen? You know, there's like a sheen. No, oh, it was so almost like a, like a sticky. It was almost yeah. like a. Sti- it had a sheen, no, but, no, it, I know. but yeah. it wasn't a dessert item. It was still it was a sticky bun. I don't know how to explain it, but done. And then savory sticky butter. Bun. Yeah, this fucking labna shit. Mm-hmm. I've had labna. I think mm-hmm. before. I think mm-hmm. it's like an Israeli dip. You know, that yeah. this fucking labna. Hallie had no idea. I'm just sitting there trying to restrain myself because I'm I'm about Most to be a motif- motifadon. What is it? Motif- You're about to eat hers. I was. It, it took every. Un- I was about to start. I, I'm sitting there yeah. like, oh, how do you like the different things? And I'm praying she's like, this one's my favorite. I'm like, oh well, the labna's my favorite. All I wanted was for her to uh-huh. be like, dude, go nuts on the labna. But then I have to restrain myself so I don't look like yep. trash yep. from down the hill. You know what I mean? Because I'm just waiting for everybody mm-hmm. to be like, you don't belong here, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back to Star Tavern where you're safe, you know? God bless you. Enjoy it. So I managed to, I mean, the honey was delicious. Everything was delicious. But the labna, I'm like, I, I don't want to sit here flipping out over labna, but I'm flipping out over labna. Not done. I don't want the uh, episode to go on all night long, so I'll just tell you about mine. I mean, Hallie's uh, vegan prefix had some commonalities. Yep. My first course was... A Napa mm-hmm. cabbage salad with Don. Here's how I. Here's how good this ju- is. It okay if I jump onto their um, menu? Because because you're gonna like this. I'm a lot. gonna. I'm not gonna look ahead. I'm going. I just. I just don't look roll, ahead. But I just because it's roll. almost necessary that you. Because here's the thing. Because I'm gonna tell you what I would have ordered, but you go ahead. You will do that, and I'll also tell you yeah. every single course featured something where I wasn't certain what it was. Cool. And because I'm vegetarian, I did feel a uh-huh. need to ask and make sure it wasn't meat. And they never made me feel fucking dumb or low class for asking. 10 out of 10. In fact, they seemed excited to have the conversation with me. 10 out of 10. And look, I liked our experience upstate at the at the Blue Shack. Blue Hell at Stone Barn. Um, but I think you would agree with me. Yeah. If I stopped and asked, it would have, in my opinion... I would have felt a little in out of, over my head and maybe like there was a chance I would have felt patronized too. I don't know that that would have been real, but I would have felt it. I don't think it would have been real. I've been there twice now, uh, not to flex, but I've been there twice. And uh, I didn't get the invite back, huh? My my behavior was too embarrassing the first time. You were the second time I was there. I, okay. The first time Laura and I went, uh, we never felt- Dude, Michael Caine goes like twice I a know, year. I know, I know. He's, 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 he's fucking rolling in it. But I was- I never got a sense like they were. It's it's like this. They're very per, they're very professional. But you know what I mean. So they're, you're getting more of a robotic and, response. And I want to be clear. They wouldn't have talked down to me, but I sure would sure. have felt nervous asking a question. Now mm-hmm. I know that that's on me. Mm-hmm. I know that that's on me. But at at Heirloom Kitchen, which is again in a strip mall in Oldbridge, it's yeah. not on a palatial fucking farm. Westchester County. I never no, felt because a lot of those expensive places, it's almost like you question. show up and you go like, "You're made to feel like you better behave." You know what I mean? Like, you better, you better behave here. Exactly. You know, there's just this exactly. like subconscious, like, "Wow, everyone's quiet." Dude, and, you know, heirloom kitchen. Yeah, heirloom kitchen had none of that. It looks so amazing. Napa College, it looks amazing. Now it had a, a fresh lemon vinaigrette. I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Toasted seeds. Yeah, which they're, I, keeping, they're keeping, keeping those seeds, seeds close vague, to the chest, but yeah, but I ahead. know what vagues are. Yep. Eggs. I know what eggs are. Red endive, endive or endive. Yeah. I'm not. It's a bitter. It's endive. a bitter leaf. Listen, it's a it's a lettuce. When I go to Jimmy Buffs and I say potatoes, peppers, onions, I know how to pronounce all those things. But my inability to pronounce endive or endive or be uncertain of it is exactly why fine dining scares me. Let alone something called tatsoi. Tatsoi. Yeah, it's another tatsoi. Yeah, it's a, it's like an Asian green. Uh, it's an Asian green. It's really good. It's really like it's super. Uh, there's so many vitamins in tatsoi. It's like a it's like a fucking powerhouse of a 
of a little lettuce. I was bummed that I couldn't kill. You know, I, I used to eat seafood. The scallop crudo with something called leche de tigre. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Chilo, no, no doubt what I would have what got for hell? a scallop crudo. Leche de and tigre had, is like a, it's like a, like a, a tiger milk, but like. What uh, the fuck is tiger milk? It, I don't know. It's some sort of fucking like milky fucking sauce. I'll just put it in that terms. Toasted corn nuts, chili oil, and lychee. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Lychee, very dude. sweet. Yeah. This fucking salad. Kimchi so tater first, tots you passed on I too? Know that, with dude, burrata had, and I fucking asked, heirloom nuja? What is nuja? It's a sausage. Nuja. Nuja. Well, there you go. Nuja. It had sausage. Yeah. I tried to order it. They said, well, you mentioned you're vegetarian. It does have That's meat. That's fair. That's fair. Dude, I wanted those kimchi tater tots. I would have taken those so kimchi tater tots. So, Don, I start small with just bread, and I come out, I go, ooh, the bread has this like sweet outer sheen to it. Uh-huh. This labna is amazing. Mm-hmm. The salad comes out. I'm kind of bummed I have to have the salad when I could have had scallops or the fucking kimchi tater tots. I'm sure the, sca- I'm sure the cabbage salad was amazing. Oh, it was the fucking best. What are the eggs? Are they hard boiled? No, they were kind of like shaved in there. Ooh. I think hard boiled and then shaved yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know It'd be than weird if they were not hard boiled. I just didn't know if it was in some sort of the sauce or something like that. But it wasn't like a slice of an egg. It no, was no, like no. Yeah, yeah. shaved in. That's yeah, cool. It was so good. Would you remember what the seeds were? Or did they? No. no. Okay. But they were toasted. They were toasted. They, they sure were. They, they sure were toasted were. seeds. If I was there, maybe it would be like a pumpkin seed or something like that. Maybe sunflower seed. That feels like it goes with the, the whole cabbage. Yeah, some toast, toasted seeds. Great. We have our second course done. Yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling down now. Spinach. Oh, fuck Spinach me. Spinach agnolotti. Don, what's agnolotti and why have I never heard of this shit before? It's a type of pasta, right? I had this shit, this spinach agnolotti with ricotta, mm-hmm. Meyer lemon, and mushroom jus. Mm-hmm. And uh, mushroom jus is just the sauce, I believe. Isn't agnolotti like a, almost like a little... Um, my, my, it's filled, right? Isn't it a filled pasta or am I wrong yeah, on that? Okay. It, it's like a filled pasta. I don't know. Pasta. I'm like Italian. I don't know every fucking pasta, but I'm pretty sure Dude, I've had so a lot of agnolotti. agnolotti was like ravioli, yeah, little, but, not, little. but not thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like little raviolis. Like, but, but like... But not I like stuffed so to the max. Not stuffed to the max. No, you're you're thinking opposite. You're thinking opposite. Oh, agnolotti is like stuffed the to the pasta max. wasn't thick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thin, it was yeah. mostly filling, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, a yeah. very thin version. It's the not, ravioli. Yeah. Imagine if the ravioli itself was thin. It's not like Rao's, Rao's raviolis, which is like the thick fucking pasta Those raviolis, dough. you got to cut through or that like, outer edge. Or like thick like wa- wontons, it. like when you have in like yes, wontons. Yes, yes, yeah. it wasn't like that. Right. I, I never had anything like pasta, it. fresh pasta, dude. Fresh pasta. It made me so happy. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. It made me so happy. <laughs> Yeah, of course, man. Fresh pasta. If you're fucking having fresh pasta, it's like the best thing in the world. Now, here's another thing I noticed about this fine dining nonsense. I wouldn't have gotten that, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, look, I've had my bun at this point. I've had my cabbage salad. And now I've had my agnolotti, which blew my fucking mind. It might have been my favorite thing I ate the whole night. This is why we're different. Like the things you order. Also, you're doing the vegetarian thing. Yeah, like, you think I wouldn't order the fucking octopus? You think I wasn't mad to be a vegetarian when they have an octopus? There's, there's an octopus with peanut curry, sweet potatoes, and green apple vinaigrette, which like you should have taken down. I would have probably gone for the outeros caldo, which is how we right. had that as part of the vegan. That's menu. pretty dope, man. That looks amazing. Rice parge, yeah. pineapples, ramp relish. Thank you. Ramps are like a what type of. Ramp it's like relish? a. It's like a. It's almost like a garlic scallion. Ramps. They're kind of these like circular. I used to get them in like a CSA back in the day in Goodness. Brooklyn. Uh, you would make relish or like uh, pesto out of them. They're delicious. Very garlicky. Snap peas. It's snap pea season, baby. Uh, salsa matcha, egg yolk puree. I don't know what the fuck's happening there, but yeah, that Dude, sounds good. Hallie had the uh, vegan version of it. I think they just took the eggs out. Cool. That was so good. That's amazing. I had a bite. Okay, so the spinach agnolotti, so like 10 for 10, like blew you Holy away. shit. Yeah. But Don, here's my question for you. And I'm going to sound so dumb, but I'll just ask the dumb questions. I'm three courses in. I've got another course and a dessert to go. Uh-huh. But at this point, like once I eat that first pasta dish, I now have officially put down a salad, uh-huh. a bun with dips, and some pasta. Yeah. And I'm starting to feel not full, but getting there. Yeah. But how come when you eat really good food, you don't feel like fucking shit? Well, there's two things. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think you answered your question. There's a lot of other food. They have some additives or there's other heavier stuff or they just know 
when you're doing a pre, pre like you know you're doing some sort of a tasting menu they know how to portion stuff out so they're not giving you like uh you know joey's fucking italian house uh raviolis where it's like you're expected to pay like you know 20 bucks for all these raviolis and you're going to take half of it home and it'll feed you for two more days they're going this is a gradual course how it's going to start light and it's going to get slowly heavier uh so most of the time how they're thinking is like, okay, the bread course is like the X factor and that's why it's an add on. I'm guessing, which is like, if you're doing a tasting menu, it's always starting light to heavy, right? That's how you're going. Dude, I'm telling you though, I went home. So there's a progression to this stuff too. I ate dishes that all looked like they didn't have much on them. Right. By the end of the meal, I felt totally full. Yeah. But I didn't go home and have to sit on the fucking toilet. I know. It's, for the, it's 40 the French minutes. paradox thing. It's like, why are they allowed to eat fucking meat, cheese, wine? They don't get fat. It's like, well, we eat too much. Their portions are correct, and it's more high quality stuff. And the lower quality stuff has additives and uses different oils that are heavier. And there's all sorts of shit. The, the cows that they're fucking taking this from are like, you know, all living on top of each other in their own shit. And that affects some of the quality of the food. It affects how your food's broken down in your stomach. There's, uh, you know, read omnivores dilemma you'll you'll understand what the fuck i'm talking about but one it's like really good quality but it's also portioned and and paced probably correctly so this place knows what the fuck they're doing this 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 place seems like they're all about hospitality and execution uh so uh it makes sense that you're like oh i've had bread i've had a salad i've had spinach and acnolotti and you're and you're a small man let's just throw that out there you're you're it's i am also you're you're a tiny tiny little boy so i mean i'm not tiny you have a tiny tiny boy stomach you have an itty bitty boy stomach. Now, Don, the menu you're looking at yeah. has already updated because they use seasonal shit. I had right. something that you're not seeing. Okay. So here's where here's where the vegetarian thing did kind of fuck me a little bit. Okay. Is I had I had to do two pasta dishes in a row, mm-hmm. which is not ideal at a place like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like you probably are picking maybe a pasta and then maybe a fish or a duck or something, right? Most likely. But anytime I go out, Laura and I started just splitting two pastas. Like it's just like the best of both worlds. We'll get some sort of app of some sort, little thing, maybe a little salad, uh, two pastas and maybe like a, a vegetable side. And that's like slam dunk for us. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, fault anybody and a tasting menu. It just seems like a missed opportunity. That's all. You ever heard of nudie? Yeah. I had nudie. Is that how you pronounce that? With a G in front of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like little gnocchis. Is that right? It was like gnocchis, but somehow even better, which yeah. is nuts because gnocchis is already one of my favorite things on planet Earth. Me too. And they had this sauce mm-hmm. that I think was probably, you know, it was one of these places. It's not listed on the menu anymore, but I remembered the word nudie. But all the it probably had brown butter sage sauce or some shit like that. You know the type of thing I'm talking about. I got gotcha. you. Definitely a little heavier than the agnolotti as far mm-hmm. as like what it was floating in. Mm-hmm. But these back to back pastas, Don, I was sitting there. Yeah, that's slime dunk, man. That sounds great. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I had a second mocktail with this course. Fuck yeah, dude. Treat yourself. I went nuts. I had a bad week and I went nuts. What was, did you do the same mocktail or did you try something different? No, Hallie's was so good that I switched it up and got one of the ones she got. I love it. I think that's just such a great power move. And that's just a way to listen to your insides. You know what I mean? She gave me a sip of hers. I said, give me one of those too. Yep. I don't yep. care. Yep. I might not be an alcoholic anymore. I might not drink alcohol, but when I have a bad week, I'll drink too many mocktails. Spend a little uh, too much money. Uh, I'm looking at this like third course too, because they, I'm sure it was in place of what they have. A, they have a Faro there now, which is one of my favorites. But so I'm guessing this is the vegetarian, but roasted miso carrots, Swiss chard, dill, skyer, and green strawberry. I don't know what dill skyer is. What and I don't know what the fuck dumb? green strawberries are. I'm guessing like not ripe strawberries, but I don't know. What? Uh, this is throwing me. Dill Skyer. <laughs> Let's look it up. What the fuck? Don, look under the pork tenderloin. It comes with something oh. called sourdough cream yeah. and sumo citrus and something called Vaduvin. Oh, it's yogurt. It's f- yogurt. It's just like. Vaduvin is yogurt? Uh, no, uh, Skyer's yogurt. It's like. What the fuck is Vaduvin? What? Vaduvin? Oh, va- Vaduvan. Under- Vaduvan? Yeah, that's how I would pronounce it. A special blend of spices that is a French derivative of a masala uh-huh. from Indian food. Uh-huh. But Don, here's the thing about Heirloom Kitchen. Ooh, sumo citrus. Like I mean, Don, here's the thing about Heirloom Kitchen that I was fucking in love with. Is I'm at a strip mall in Old Bridge with these nice people, multiple servers stopping by, nobody being too pushy. Uh-huh. 
Everybody's nice. Where if I, I wouldn't say it like I said, when I'm sitting here with you right now, putting on a show on the podcast, going, What the fuck is Vaduvin? Right. I wouldn't say it like that. But if I leaned in and with a smile on my face said to our server, like, I, I know I'm a vegetarian, but I just saw the pork tenderloin and I got to know, What the fuck's Vaduvin? Mm-hmm. He would have laughed mm-hmm. and just spent five minutes telling me. Yeah. And it, I wouldn't have felt like a classless piece of fucking garbage saying, what the fuck's for doing, man? Come on. I we feel like the big part it. of this experience for you is like you being able to really enjoy the food without feeling judged is like very important for you. And it feels like they just knocked it out of the park. They almost knew that you were coming in a way. And we're like, well, I don't they think prob- so. Be- no, no, I'm just I- saying, I'm just saying like for people like you that are a little bit more like what is this all about? Or like, I don't want to be judged. It's like, I want to try this food, but it feels like out of reach or it feels like it's not for me. It feels like letting, having them, you know, take, just drop your guard and just enjoy the actual food and enjoy the actual experience. Then you can really be present with the food and not feel judged and, and feel comfortable enough to like, want to know more about it. Because if you're putting, I have to assume if you're going to put something like dill skyer on the fucking thing or green strawberries, it, it has to invoke. Cause there's going to be the people that are like, I know what that is. And then look on their phone, but it has to start a conversation, right? Like they could have like Vaduvan. I don't know what that is, but like that has to start some sort of conversation. So I'm, I'm sure they're ready to answer these questions and they're happy to answer them because they're excited that they discovered them. Like we, we discovered this thing and now we get to share it with people and now they're going to walk away and know what the fuck, you know, sumo citrus and Vaduvan and fucking sourdough cream or Swiss, you know, dill skyer is, um, I think that's cool. It, it 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 opens up a conversation. So it's it's great that they start with a they start with the hospitality. The moment you walk in, you're you're supposed to be there. And there's and yeah. no better th- there's no better feeling in a restaurant when you walk into it and they go, "So happy to see you. Thanks for coming. How do we make this the most enjoyable night of your life?" kind of thing. And I'm not going to lie, like Jockey Hollow. I I go through Morristown a lot. I'm intimidated by the look of that place. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's other places in Morristown. Caniglio's Pizza just opened up. I can't stop talking about it. Yeah. But all kinds of places in Morristown where I go, I can't, I can let my guard down and mm-hmm. eat there and have it. South and Pine, which is, you know, the chef yeah. of South and Pine has been on a bunch of the cooking shows, very well regarded. I still feel like I can go to South and Pine. Jockey Hall, I look at it, I go, I don't know. We got to give it a shot, man. You know, 90 acres. Oh, really? That's great that the story is that the land used to be owned by the king of Morocco. But guess what? Your land used to be owned by the king of fucking Morocco. Yeah. I'm intimidated by that. Right. Heirloom Kitchen, I have to say, I found it actually unbelievable Mm -hmm. that I was eating the type of food I was eating with ingredients that I didn't know what they are and I don't even know how to pronounce. Mm -hmm. But I still felt like I was talking to Jersey people. And you know that when I use the phrase Jersey people, mm-hmm. that that has real connotations to me. Yep. And I actually felt like that was in its own way really shocking. Mm-hmm. And actually, I know I'm going to get slammed for saying it. Almost makes me a little emotional talking about it. Yeah. Almost makes me a little emotional. Well, listen, that's that. a, such a good experience, man. If, if you're if you're going into a place where there's intimidation on the menu, if there's intimidating words on the menu, if they don't make you feel comfortable to ask about them, then I don't think that's hospitality, right? If you're going to go there and, and have a little bit more of an out there menu or try to push boundaries a little bit or just share different parts of the world with someone that might not be familiar with it or ingredients, you better start, better start at the door to make them feel comfortable to feel like they can ask about the food that they're about to eat. And it seems like their whole thing is like local, right? This is like farm to table stuff. And you hear farm to table, like what the fuck does that mean? But usually it means like local farms, not necessarily even Jersey farms, but maybe New York state. I'm guessing maybe their pork tenderloin is some good, you know, curabata pork. I'm guessing because that's like just some good stuff or like the, the kind of uh, the, the, I think they're, is it black? What is it? Pigs? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they're up in New York. They're, there's kind of like an area for for that uh, specific type of pork. So I'm guessing like okay, they're probably the. the I'm guessing the fluke is pretty local. Uh, I'm guessing the duck is pretty local. I don't think they're flying. I'd, that I'd in be from shocked some, if these guys were freezing anything. Yeah, yeah. Shocked. So like far, th- that's why you also say, oh, why is it you know why is it not making me feel like shit after? It's like well, this it's been minimally processed and probably picked in the last week or yeah, or aged correctly. 
you know, when it was brought down, like they, they probably have a great system and great relationships with farmers and that translates to food. So like happy fucking animals, happy, you know, like a good, uh, good farms with rich soil. Um, these are all the things that maybe we were lacking growing up because we were part of like the, you know, the, the kind of agricultural industri- industrial complex, industrial agriculture complex. So it's like we're, we missed out on what actual food should taste like. And, uh, I think going into a place that makes you feel great or makes you feel, let's put this great. makes you feel comfortable, right? That's all. That's all you really need. And I think they know their audience, which is smart of them. It was great. It felt like you could, you could be the type of person that likes going up to blue barn or you could be a person who just lives down the block in old bridge and you were still going to be welcomed at this place. I mean, I don't know how I know what he just orders that duck with bacon polenta. I mean, like and smoked oh. cauliflower and pear. It seems like Anything. they do a really brilliant job of always adding some sort of fruit to their dish, right? So the farro has green strawberry. The fluke has apple sherry, even though it's not really fucking now. Uh, but the, uh, the potato duck has espuma. Pear. What is potato espuma? My under- espuma? I think espuma is like a, a not a foam, but some sort of like. It was. Pro- it's probably like a really spuma light uh, mashed potato. Spuma. A that's. Spuma, I, I think they, it it's comes a out of like a frother foam. Yeah. Right. Frother foam. Yeah. Um. So a potato they, is spuma. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, but they have pear. They have sumo citrus. Like you know what I mean. And, and everything they have, like fresh um, apple and their kimchi tater tots. Right. Something to lighten it up. Lychee, uh, lemon vinaigrette. Like. They, I don't know, man. They're they're always kind of throwing throwing some cool stuff in there. What I'm gonna guess, I haven't looked at your, um, I haven't looked at the fourth. The fourth is just at the bottom right now. That's the dessert. But I'm gonna what guess there is either f- there's it's fruit forward or citrus forward. I'm gonna guess. Let's go ahead and look at the desserts, Don. I want I want to see if you can guess which one I picked. Oh, here we go. So, Hallie didn't go ooh. vegan on the dessert. Hallie didn't go vegan on the dessert. By the way, Fuck so we good. have two of these. Oh man. Oh man, this is tough, man. This is real tough. Okay, I'll just read them, okay? So there's, uh, were these the same ones that you yeah. saw? I think. Uh, okay, uh, so there's masa masa chili brownie that looks with crystallized pecans or pecan or whatever the fuck you say. Cornbread crumble, avocado ice cream, bell pepper caramel. I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. That seems extremely interesting. So yuzu bar, dope. You know what yuzu is or no? It's like a no, Japanese wow. citrus. Okay. It's like a Japanese citrus. Um, so five spice shortbread. Ooh, cool. Uh, five spice is a, a Asian um, spice that they use. Uh, it's like a mixture of like an, uh, star of anise and a couple other things. Um, miso marshmallow. Shit. Arbequina olive oil. That's just a localized. That's just a spe- specific olive oil. For, I'm pretty sure it's from Southwest Italy. I could be wrong on that. Um, Basil citrus, quote unquote, salad, whatever the fuck that means. I'm guessing that's some sort of gremolade or I don't know. They have salad in quotes. Then wild rice pudding. Man, this is an X factor. Spiced mango froyo, rice chicharrones, and golden raisins. I mean, if I'm doing something, I probably, if Laura and I are ordering, one of us is getting the brownie, one of us is getting that pudding. Uh, that's what we did. There you go. Hallie got the brownie. Yep. She really wanted the avocado ice cream. Yeah. It's probably and amazing. I got the, the, the rice pudding has raisins in it. Your opinions. You know what? I don't give a flying fuck, man. That This is where I'm like, sure. Throw, throw it in there. If it's got rice chicharrones, like I don't give a fuck what else you put in it. It's got mango froyo. Yeah. Cause you know, like rice it's like a it's like a play on sticky rice right this is a play on like a thai sticky oh, it, exactly this is a play it on like so right thai good. sticky rice um where you always if you go to thai food usually on the menu is a sticky rice mango concoction with some sort of like really delicious cream that you can kind of mix it all together so delicious um but wild rice pudding so it was black black rice i guess brown, brown rice it was yeah. brown rice yeah. it was like long thin yeah, brown yeah, yeah. Which rice. is like wild rice isn't actually rice, I learned. It's like in another family, but that's neither here nor there. Um, now I'll tell you what, too. I also kind of felt like rice pudding, that's a classic Jersey diner dish, and I can't help but wonder if there's not a part of them that goes, yeah, we have let's to embrace our roots. Yeah. Let's embrace our roots on this one. Yeah, I think it's a smart... How is the rice chicharrones, man? Oh, my goodness. Everything... Just like little little pieces of them? 
It was so good, Don. Yeah. Are you mad? You, you seem happy that I went. I thought you were going to be jealous and mad. No, no, man. I'm so happy you experienced this. What What I'm really happy about is like they did a great job with uh, their hospitality. I'm always I'm always just like floored if you can. You go to some places and the hospitality is great and the food's like a little overrated. You go to some places where the hospitality is shit, but the food's amazing and you feel like weird being there, but you like the food. The places that can get both, because I think it's the it's part of the whole experience, the yin and yang of eating, is like you need to feel comfortable being in a place and dining where someone else is cooking your food, right? You need to be comfortable yeah, enough taking chances on a menu and not maybe just ordering something that you would always get. And I think they do a smart job making you feel comfortable while putting things on the menu that are approachable, but wildly probably shit that you've never seen before. This is like new school cooking one Oh one. And, and, it was and hats great. off uh, hats off to the chef, man. That's is And then, yeah. Don, two more things to tell you. Well, first of all, can I sh- ask something though? Did they, after yeah. everything over, like as they gave you the bill, like gave you another little thing or did they ever like bring out like a little in between, do they ever do anything like that? Because sometimes some of these places they'll like at, with the bill they'll put they'll put like two truffles down or something like that. I don't remember if they floated something okay. like, like that. Okay. Um, I, I I honestly no, don't if remember. They didn't, just sometimes like these. No, uh, these are the type of places that'll do that. Well, here's why I don't remember, Don, is because when we were in that whole process, one of the two women who had helped check us in yeah. traditionally would probably be called you know the hostess area. Mm-hmm. One of them came over and got to talking to us. Mm-hmm. And like they weren't chasing us out, and we had the coolest fucking conversation. Yeah. Where she was like, "Me and my partner are raising a kid, and we split our time between Brooklyn and Old Bridge, and right. I really love it here, and like Jersey's the best." And this, and I was just like, "Man, like this feels like someone who I would be friends yeah, they with." They just knocked it out of the park. Oh Jesus Christ! I just, I just what? went to the vegan uh, prefix. Uh, yeah. The dessert is a fig sorbet, man, and that looks fucking awesome. So for vegans, like fig sorbet with pressed dates, whipped aquafaba, granola. What is aquafaba? What the fuck is that? That I've heard before, but I just can't pull that out of my ass. I I don't know what aquafaba is. What is warm tea fig sauce? I'm guessing it's it's like made from some sort of tea. (laughs) I'm guessing they... They boil down tea with some fucking with some figs or chamomile or something. I don't know. Looks, Aquafaba is the liquid leftover from cooked chickpeas. Ah, that's what it is. Got it. Very so cool. So you can whip that. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Oh, it was so good. And then Don, I want to close. Yeah. First of all, by just saying. I've tried the fine dining thing and when Jeremy recommended this place to me, I have to follow up with him because First of all, I, I, I'm interested in knowing, like, if you go to their sister restaurant, which is Heirloom at the Saint Laurent in uh-huh. Asbury Park, is it a little bit fancier because mm-hmm. it's a full-on restaurant? I'll it, click it, on the, it, you know? I'm going to click on the um, on their website. I wonder if their menu is the same. I also want to look up and shout out because they're opening a new sister restaurant. Uh, oh, it's called Lita. It's a modern Iberian restaurant huh. in Aberdeen Township on Route 34. Don, cool man. These guys are fucking crushing it, man. Yeah. Oh, I know this chef. I know this chef. This guy's been on... Wasn't this guy on Top Chef? Am I wrong on this? David Viana? He looks very familiar. Oh, yeah. He was on Kentucky. He was on Bravo's Top Chef Season 16 Kentucky. There you go. I was like, I know this guy. So you've watched it. Oh, he's fantastic. Dude, I got to say, Chef David Viana, I've never met you. I don't know if he was there personally that night. The food was good, but I just have to say, for a kid who grew up in the more working class half of his town, who feels more comfortable in a pizza place or a hot dog restaurant than I ever will in a fancy place, I've had some fancy meals in my life, either by someone, you know, an agent taking me out (laughs) or tagging along with you guys when we go upstate. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of feel like it's a lark or like I'm a fly on the wall or that I'm getting away with something. And this was the first time I've had food that approached that where I felt like there was an implicit understanding that people like me were welcome and encouraged to walk through the door. So kudos to you. Not even on the food. The food speaks for itself. But I'm telling you, any Jersey person listening to this right now, you could go there today. And I don't care if you're from Bernardsville or Belleville. These people would welcome you with open arms. 
That's dope, man. And if you know Jersey well enough to know, I think I just nailed two towns <laughs> that show you the difference. I don't care if you're from uh, Far Hills or from the Ironbound, baby. You'd have a place here at their chef's table, I swear. And then, oh, Don, I want to close tonight. Hallie said the funniest fucking thing on our way out the door. Yeah. So we're leaving and we're in the strip mall and uh, we're walking back to our car and we realize that as you walk across the strip mall parking lot, you got to walk right past this place that's like an Italian place that's um, promoting their, you know, it says like cold fire, coal fire pizza, uh-huh. all this shit. And Hallie just goes... How must how much must it fucking suck to be the pizza place working right next to yeah, these guys? Yeah, and it made me laugh so hard. Of just like, man, there's like, you could have the best coal fired pizza in the world. Yeah, there's people right next door having like their DNA and their whole relationship with food reorganized. This place though sounds so dope that I would go to that coal fire pizza place just to feel like it's next to the place I really love. <laughs> So maybe, well, I'll tell you maybe what, some of that love's going through the going through the walls. When you go on Google Maps, Heirloom Kitchen has four point eight stars via Sposito right next door. Four point seven. There you go, man. With more reviews, Heirloom Kitchen has two uh, two hundred nineteen. Via Sposito has three twenty five. And actually, recently, when I was appearing at the um, office convention, the reunion, um, I went to Chicago. I signed autographs for people who were fans of the show, The Office. I have a kid. I will do anything it takes to pay the bills. It felt like a strange way to make money. But point being, the DJ who was running the events was from Old Bridge, it turned out. He grew up down and he was like, yeah, we realized we were both Jersey guys. We got to talk. He's like, I'm from Old Bridge, Saraville, that whole area. I was like, dude, I just ate at Heirloom Kitchen. He was like, it's the fucking best, right? I was like, yeah. I go, and I told him, my wife made me laugh. He goes, that Italian place next door. He goes, it's actually fucking dope in its own right so yeah shout out to via esposito can't be easy bang, being bang, right next baby. to this place it's a bang bang situation and not to prolong this any longer but i looked at the saint laurent social club which is the the restaurant and, heirloom one down there mm-hmm, and i'm already going through their menu and just losing my fucking mind just they in their first course they have rhode island squid with mole preserved lemon shishito and kohlrabi so they have a totally different menu in asbury park than totally they do totally different menu similar ingredients like like they don't have i think they have fluke on yours they have brook trout on this they have duck but it's different uh they have the heritage pork chop i was right it's probably curry butter pork um yeah, it's different, man. It's a different. It's inspired. They have like steak here. Yeah, this this looks. Yeah, totally different. Um, uh, um, dessert menu. Totally different. Sticky toffee pudding, rhubarb jam cake, chocolate hazelnut, coconut panna cotta. That's vegan. Vegan coconut panna cotta. That's poof. That's dope. Get out of my fucking face with yeah. that. Nettle cavatellis. They have what la- is la- that? Nettles are like um. Uh, type uh, type of like green, they're like uh, they have a very specific flavor, uh, but it has like lamb ragu. I'm guessing nettle cavatelli. Are they making cavatelli out of nettles? Uh, that'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah, whipped ricotta, mint. Shoo. Yeah, this place is. I gotta try both these places now, dude. Next time you're back, please let's plan ahead. I- yeah, we should go. We should go to the San Lorenzo Social Club, man. I have to see you at the chef's table though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You'd love it. Yeah. Anyway, Don. Yeah, miss, great. Uh, I'm happy I went. Kudos to them for creating an environment that welcomes people like me. Yeah. Um, I was sad you weren't there. We'll do it. I was trying to take pictures of everything, but um, was so falling down the rabbit hole of just enjoying it that I had to put my phone away. Yeah. I think you it's made the right choice. And nudie I think this place- and agnolati, all this shit, man. I didn't even know what I was eating. What if I get real into fancy food now? What if I only eat meals at places like this? You won't because one, you can't afford it. And two, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just not, you're not going to do it. Like I can't, we can't do that. This is, but that's what makes it special, right? Uh, that's what, that's where you're going to remember it. And you're going to remember those, you're going to remember this food and you're going to remember this experience because you don't have it all the time. So you know, keep 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 grinding out with the with the Jimmy Buffs, and then having this uh, every now and then. It's a fucking beautiful thing. Both have their place in this world. Yeah, man. And I'm not trying to be too melodramatic, but these guys clearly made an effort of everyone's welcome to walk in on the, in this strip mall. Yep. And uh, I never felt I've never felt 
like I was in a place that classy with an attitude that down to earth before in my whole life. So outside of the food, kudos to them on that because that's not easy. Nope. And Don, it made me miss you so bad. Oh uh, man, I wish I was there, dude. We'll do it. We got it. We got to put it on the list. We'll put on the list on the board, and all the other life stuff will get in the way. In the yes, meantime. indeed, indeed. <laughs> we'll add it to the to do list that we never fucking get to. Okay. You're the best. Thanks, Thanks everybody, buddy. for listening. All right. If you've been to Heirloom Kitchen or you want to tell us about other fancy places that have this vibe, yeah. or maybe you want to dispute it, maybe you want to say you went there and you felt very out of place, and maybe maybe they saw my name on the list and Googled me and I got kid glove treatment for something, whatever you want to do, 973-780-4660. That is the voicemail line. We love your voicemails. Love them. Uh, call up. Let us know. Anyway, New Jersey truly is the world, and I got to taste a little bit of it the other night. It was good. Dope. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the world.